If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Jesus is a
Hello, everyone. This is Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio. And the program, the Kingdom Kids Spirit, Soul, and Body Series. We have a brand new topic today. It's about we deal with that soul tie. Amen. We thank God for today. We are just going to go right there and continue to live. Amen. Our Father, we thank you. We thank you. You are God in heaven. You are God on earth. We thank you for your son, Jesus. We thank you, O God, for sending him to die for us. And we thank you for your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are in us. You are with us. You will never leave. You will never forsake us. We need you today. <clears throat> Excuse me. We need you in our life. We need you in every essence of our being. We need you, O oh God, in our decision, in our choice, and in the people we deal with. Help us, O oh God. Help us. You are you are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome here, Holy Spirit. You are welcome there. Come here, my Lord, my God. We bless you. I cannot do without you. I need your help. I need your support. In the name of Jesus. We believe you are here in the name of Jesus. And you are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. So like I said before, we have a brand new topic. It's about show time. So I will try to go quickly. I don't have a lot of time today, but we will try to do as the Lord leads us. Remember the time I was talking about some topic when I was talking about how the devil two strongholds and mention a little bit about so tight so you might want to go over there that's what I want to say okay but today I will go a little bit in detail and see what we can see hallelujah so basically I just want to uh, uh, encourage us and be able to uh, help ourselves so that we don't be in fear because for this purpose, the Son of Man was manifested that he will destroy every plan of the enemy, destroying the works of the enemy, destroying every purpose, and is creating confusion. But God has already dealt with him. It's a defeated foe. You see, he's already defeated. You see, we just have to resist. We have to stand strong and fight him back. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. And foremost, what is a soul tie? A common dictionary meaning is a spiritual or an emotional connection that we develop after being intimate, being friends <laughs> with somebody else, right? So it could just be a friendly connection, an association with uh Maybe a friend with maybe with a group, uh, maybe with a cult uh, organization, right? 
uh, and so on and so forth. You begin to uh, communicate, begin to associate, begin to be with them. So if a heart issue, you see, is dealing with what? With a heart issue. So if we get to the point that uh, we want to get rid of ourselves from our mind or from our soul or even from our life, even when we are far away from them or even away from their presence, we still feel that connection. See, we are still connected. We are very far away. We are now apart from each other. Still, we are still what? Thinking and even seeing, imagining that initial relationship we had developed with that person or with that something or with that association club or something else. It could be something that we can hold, that we have developed relationship with, or it could be something we have not heard uh, physically, but and a, but a soul tie has been developed, you see. So these are things that we, we need to always, a very good example that we see in the Bible is first and foremost we always see this in in the life of uh, David and Jonathan. Okay, David and Jonathan. So I'm going to read briefly First uh, Samuel chapter 18. First Samuel chapter 18. Okay. So there are many areas where you will be able to read. You will see how that connection became so strong and the uh, uh, they just developed that relationship to the point to the point that they were so loved and they loved each other and uh, many people misconstrue it many people read it negatively that they were gay and all that kind of relationship you know there are relationships you develop that it becomes so strong. Let me tell you this briefly. There was a time oh, uh, in, in my college days, uh, even in the university, the first one was in the high school and the second one was in the uh, uh, university. See, the first one was a very good guy, a very good Christian guy. Uh, I I saw, you know, when you go to high school or any place, there are two groups you will basically see. So you will see a group Christian, and you will also see a group that are not Christian. So I don't know how God drifts me to the Christian side. So I begin to associate with with the Christian group. And within that Christian group, I now find a friend who was very good, very good Christian. So I was always emulating him. You know, if you want to be a good Christian, follow a good one. So I got in contact with this guy in everything he does. Uh, he's, he's first in the whole school. When you when you come to uh, maths. He, people bring their questions to him. So in science, he's good. I, I'm telling you, in, in the whole class, in the 
in in his uh, in his rank, he was always first. So I began to move with him. Uh, he prays before he goes to bed. When he comes from the bed, he prays. You can imagine that. So he was very good. He fasts and do all those things. So I begin to move with him. And not so long, when people see me, they will always see him. And when they see him, they will see me. So we, we eat together. Uh, we bath together. You see, we sit together to read. We do all you will do together as a friend. So if it was today, they will read it negatively. The same was also true in my college days, uh, to the point that they, they, they were calling us brothers. We were not brothers, you see. They, we have different surnames, but they were calling us brothers. Uh, uh, family brothers, not just friends anymore. You see, so there are communication, uh, uh, relationship with the It becomes so strong. You see, and to today I still call them. The, the soul ties already there. We are so connected, and you know, you know, in Second Corinthians chapter six, okay. Uh, let me quickly read this since I'm talking about my friends. So let me deal with that. Then we'll come back to first Samuel. You know, in Second Corinthians chapter 6, you know, the Word of God clearly says that we are not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. So you will watch your relationship, watch who you deal with. You see, when you read further, uh, even before that, he said, uh, verse 13, now in return for, for the same, I speak as to children, you also be open. It's a hard issue. So uh, if, if you are open, or when you yoke with unbelievers or with believers, you are opening your heart to them. You are opening your heart to either of them. You know, he's going to talk about, uh, different kinds of gods, Belial, as you read down in verse 15, uh, you will see all, all those uh, gods, temple. That's why you began to talk about that you are the temple of the living God. Because when we then yield our heart to them, we are yielding our heart and our body to, to who? To unbelievers. Then a soul tie is developed between that unbeliever. Here, you will yield your heart to uh, to the temple or to the God, he calls it here Belial. So you will yield your heart to Belial, and God dwells in our heart. So when we have yield our heart to Belial, where is the living God going to stay? You see, that's why he's talking about that the, that the body is the temple of the living God. And when you read uh, uh, this, uh, um Verse 15, it says, and when, what agreement has, that is what relationship, what ties do you have with the temple of God, with idols? See, what relationship, what connection, what agreement has the temple of God with idols? You see, so for you are the temple of the living God. God has said, I will dwell in them. I will walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. You see? 
So God wants us to develop a soul tie with him, wants us to develop a soul tie with the Spirit of God, with his fellowship, with his love, with his kindness, with his peace, and on and on. You see, you see here he said, verse, verse, uh, when you go to chapter 7, verse 2, you will say, he said, open your heart to us. You see, not necessarily to Paul. You see, open your heart to, to Jesus. Open your heart to, to the Spirit of God. Many of our hearts are closed. You see, many of our hearts are numb with him. It's, 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 it's closed. We need to open our heart to the things of God. We need to open our heart to the Spirit of God. We need to open our heart to people that you love, people that are feeding you with the Word of God. Open your heart to them and receive, you see, and let that so tie, that bond be created. Than money, than material things, than all other things. Hallelujah. You see, if we don't have a soul tie with the things of God, with the Spirit of God, we will have problems, you see, and we begin to have what? Vanity. We begin to see ourselves in the, in the light of things. We begin to see things the way our eyes will see, but that is not the way God sees because our thoughts are not in accordance with the thoughts of God. Hallelujah. Okay? So I just want to briefly talk about this, and let's see a little bit about First Samuel chapter eighteen. Okay. Now that first Samuel chapter eighteen, I hope you are there. Chapter eighteen. I'm going to read from verse one to four. Okay. I'm reading from New King James Version. Let me read from uh, uh King James, okay? Let me read from King James. So I hope in your study I encourage you to get more than one Bible that will help you understand and be able to dissect and receive. Hallelujah. There are also ties with all this. Hallelujah. And it came to pass when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul that the soul of Jonathan was knit with what? The soul of David. You see? And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. You see, and Saul took him that day and would let and would let him go no more to his father's house. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as he saw. You see, and Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that that was upon him and gave it to David and his garment, even to his even to his sword, and to his bow, and to his girdle. And David went out with, with us, soever, Saul sent him, and behaved himself wisely. And Saul sent him over, over the men of war, and was accepted in the sight of all the people, and also in the sight of Saul's servant. Can you imagine that? You see, there was a soul tie developed to the extent that Jonathan, uh, stripped his robe and gave it to what? To David. And even uh, his sword, even his bow, even his girdle. You can imagine somebody getting all this ammo and putting it on you. 
You see, that is what the Spirit of God will do for each one of us. The Spirit of God will carry his armor and put it on us, you see, so that the demon can't go in. The demon will start looking around, where can I penetrate? He can't come in because the armory, the weapons, the guido, the sword, the bow has been put on you. That's why we need to develop a connection, a tie, open our heart toward the Spirit of God and let Him be there, let Him be associating with us and let Him be part and parcel with us. And when that is done, something is placed on us. Hallelujah. And we become one protected by the Spirit of God because there is a relationship that is developed. There is a tie that is developed. And when you think, you think as and the Spirit of God. And when you do things, it's the way the Spirit of God does, because it's so tied, it's developed. You see, you know there are two kinds. There are two kinds. Okay, just a moment. It's <clears throat> Hallelujah. There are two two uh, so ties uh, that are done. Uh, there are positive ones and there are negative ones. Okay, I'll, I will talk briefly. I don't have a lot of time. I have about eight minutes left. You see, how do we form this altar? Through relationship, through connection, maybe by mouth, by covenant, by vows. And we just read here in verse uh, 3, that they made a covenant. See, uh, it might be uh, that we will always be friends, we will always be together, we will love each one of, each, each one of us. You see, these words repeated, they, they describe the nature of Jonathan's love for David. You see, so you develop that closeness with your friends, with your relation, or even with your sexual relationship, partner, physically and spiritually. You see? So we have here the spirit, soul, and body. We have the spirit, we have the soul, and we have the body in sexual relationship. Physically, we have a relationship with that person, and in our soul, we are connected. Each time we have a relationship with the other person. And in spirit, we are having sex together. So it could be uh, somebody, every time you have a sex with, you develop what is so tired with that person. You see? So we need to watch out who we deal with. It's very important. Take, for example, in a marriage, we, we, we see the marriage relationship with the great tool, with our mouth, or with the word we say, and we always say, I do. You can see the power of the word. You see? So not all soul ties are bad. It is when we cross that line that it become very bad. So negative soul ties, they are wrong soul ties, like uh, uh, adultery, uh, sex out of marriage, 
you see. So there are times that we get ourselves in the wrong relationship that are not pleasing to God. It may be uh, abusive relationship. It could be uh, in in a in a in a club. It could be in a church. Realize that God will not tell you to go get out of those relationships, or God will begin to tell you to get out of this relationship. And uh, God has told us to get out of those relationships, and we find that it's not that easy to get out. Why? Because a tie has been developed over years, maybe a few months. See, so soul ties are great bonds. They are ties that are very strong and tight. You see, they are like a chain that is 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 uh, connected to that person or things or material. And it's very challenging to untie. So we have to employ the Spirit of God to help us to break that wrong so tight. You know, when sometimes you want to break it, it's very hard. Maybe in a marriage, if somebody you have stayed with for a long time, now the relationship is not that very good, but you want to break it anyway. You know, it's not that easy. You see, it's very hard. It's painful. So we have to employ the Spirit of God to help us to break that relationship, to break that chain. Sometimes we want to get free from it. Sometimes we pull on pulling on that person. So we resist the urge of living. So there is the urge of living and getting ourselves free from that person or from that thing or from that association or uh, 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 fellowship. Uh, most of the time you know what to do, but it's not easy to do. See, because there is that so tired. Because it hurts very bad and it's very painful. It is very, very painful. You see, so we need to bring those words we have said to the table of the Spirit of God to help us deal with that situation. Hallelujah. So we are going to pray. We are going to employ the Spirit of God to help us so that we will be able to deal with that situation. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. So, so like I said briefly, soul ties are simply becoming one flesh. So when we open our hearts to that person, we become one flesh, become one, like in marriage, to become one. And it could be by... Uh, the words we speak by covenant or by commitment, and any time we spend with someone else, we develop so ties with them. It may be in our church, in our club, in our sports, in our games, uh, association, uh, so on and so forth. We develop so ties. So we need to speak the word of God uh, because by your words, you will be justified. And the same, um, by the same word, you will be condemned. You can find that in Matthew chapter 12, verse 37. You see, so our words are very important 
in the uh, relationship with the Lord. See, by the word, the Lord created the word. So we cannot just make commitment with anyhow. Uh, we cannot just be uh, making anything or lie. Uh, people lie, you see, because life and words have changed this world. Similarly, we create our own world that we live in by the word we speak in our mouth. So we need to declare positive word of our lives, blessing, good health, uh, say I will love and be loved. You see, so we can speak the power of God with our mouth, with the word that we say. Hallelujah. Father, we just want to thank you today. We bless you. And we know we have made a covenant with several things, with the way we speak. So I will never, sometimes we say, I will never leave you and all that before Jesus in our mouth, in our covenants, in our vows, in our oath. So before you now, I ask you, God, to help us and take authority over those words that we have spoken and we cancel them from our lives. We might not be able to remember every word that we have spoken in the past over the course of that relationship, over the course of that association, over the course of that friendship, covenant has been made with the developed brown law. Father, I say and I spoke those relationships over the years, and there are some I remember, there are some I don't remember. Father, break those ties, those friendships, those chains, those strings that have been attached. Father, untie me from that tie from that person, from that thing, from that substance, from that relationship, from that covenant. Father, break it in the name of Jesus. Break it, that covenant. Every oath, every association, every part, every agreement, in the mighty name of Jesus. We break that so tight. We break it, we break it, we break it, break it, break it, break it. Speak the word of it. I break that so tight. Any so tight with that person. Every agreement, every oath, every covenant, I break you in the name of Jesus. We break it, we break you, we break you. Any agreement, every association, every tie developed over the years with that person, I break it, I break it, I break it, I break it in the name of Jesus. I break that relationship, I break that so tie with that person in the name of Jesus. I break it with that habit in the name of Jesus. Because any negative habit, any negative so tie with the habit, I Break it in the name of Jesus. I break it in the name of Jesus. I break it in the name of Jesus. From today, you cease to be agreeing. You see, I, I cease to be with you in the name of Jesus. Even in the dream, I break that so tight. Right now, in the name of Jesus. In the dream, don't appear anymore. I, you are not welcome. You are not welcome with that spiritual husband, with that spiritual wife, in the name of Jesus. Every incubus, every succubus that comes in the dream will break you in the name of Jesus. Cease to come anymore in the name of Jesus. Cease to come anymore in the name of Jesus. Cease to come anymore in the name of Jesus. 
we, we, we break you, we break you, we break you. There's this from coming in the name of Jesus. There's this from coming in the name of Jesus. There's this from need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.